Puddles in the morning, puddles in the evening, puddles in the afternoon. Well, I'm a puddle boy and she's a puddle girl. The Puddles podcast is starting real soon. Welcome to Puddles. Welcome to Puddles. It's your boy, uh, Dry Dick, a.k.a. Poop Hands. I'm joined here by my recurring guest slash girlfriend slash um Yeah, what else am I to you? <laughs> I know, I'm trying to think of a funny nickname for you without being mean. Is it that hard? Yeah. Yeah. To be mean? Yeah. To me? Thanks for joining the show. Got a good one today. We Brennan goes, what the hell are we going to talk about? Apparently, we can't do baby talk. No, we're not allowed. What, I don't feel like I baby talk that much. Is it because we said babe? Well, we should stop saying that, but... Um, yeah, I think just like... Basically, we're not in a relationship when we record this podcast. Oh, we're just two friends hanging out yeah. that happen to just be extremely attracted to each other yeah andrew andrew was like well we could talk about something some sex subject i forget sex pace no i was like no we can't sex speed sex speed because then we're talking about our sex and he's like no we can just talk about sex in general and it's like well that's our sex if that's you true it's <laughs> a good point be like i was fucking the other day with who <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you, you, you don't know her. You me. don't know her. I um, drove Andrew's car today, and as I do every time I drive Andrew's car, I take a trash bag with me because I know he's going to have LaCroix cans everywhere and water bottles. And so I p- was picking it up, mm-hmm. and I found uh, another Roman package <laughs> under his seat. Never have we ever had sex in the car. So, again, I'm like, what's going on? Is Andrew living a double life? I wish. I wish I was that cool. But I just, like, trust you enough that I'm like, he's not cheating on me. But that would that's, like, what, like, when someone's like, I don't know. I just kept finding penis pills everywhere. But <laughs> And you're like, you're a dumb bitch. Like, he was, of course, cheating on you this whole time. Don't you think? I One... The pill package was closed, so unless yeah, I'm just it's smelling stashed it. away for some <laughs> one one stash, <laughs> you think that's what I would do is have one stash if I was cheating, and you think that I would let you use my car and then be like, "Are you gaslighting me right now?" <laughs> no, that's what your car was at that I had to fill up. <laughs> you fucking gaslight ass. <laughs> Brenna is afraid to pump gas apparently, even though she pumped her bosses today. She won't pump her own or mine. So she borrows my car and then complains that my car's dirty while I'm filling up her car that has an engine light on for the last 30 years that sometimes goes off making sure that the car's fine then. Uh, so, yeah. So I pumped gas for her. I only put $25 in. I filled up half the thing. Wait, really? Yeah. Why? You only get a half. Why? I can't believe you did that. No. You want to know what really happened? They, the pump wasn't taking a, a card. Wait, so you really only filled it up halfway? So I gave him, I didn't know how much your car takes. So I was like, $25, because I didn't want to go Well, they return over. it back to you immediately. Oh, well, shit. Well, I did $25, and then I left well, my energy. Well, looks like dr- you got a chore to do tonight. <laughs> I'm not fucking driving back to fill up the second half. I need, I need it. 
You have a half a tank that will give you fucking like 15 <laughs> rides back and forth to work. Unbelievable. <laughs> I just hate pumping gas. I hate it. Why? What are you afraid of? Do you get hit on when you're at the gas station? I, I just hate it. Like, I just hate it. I but hate why? It. Um, I don't know. It's just like one of those things where never you like. Well, first off, I get every time I pull up, I forget what side my gas tank is on. So I have There's to. There's like, an arrow. Yeah, but it's confusing. Uh, babe. And I. How many times? Sorry, I did the babe thing. How many times have you gotten gas in your car? What side do you think it's on? If I had to, if you had to guess, if it's on my driver's side. Yes. Okay. So where's the it's gas? It's just like a panic thing, and then I roll up, and then it's like one of those things. You go to the gas station, and everyone who's pumping gas like looks to see who's getting out of their car, and I'm just like, I don't want to be like, I'm just here for gas. <laughs> Stop observing me. And then you have to wait in the cold while it, and then you have to spend money. And like, obviously, I, I'll pay for it, but you just have to, like, yeah, I gotta Venmo you. But no, it's fine. You cleaned out my car and found a cheating pill. So yeah. we're, it's, we're even. I just, I just don't like it. I, I don't, I spill gas on myself a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I told you that's how, like, and there's also no convenient gas station close to where we live. Like, even where I drive for work, there's no con- there's no convenient gas station. So I'm just like, I don't want to have to go out of my way for gas. That's annoying. Actually, if you make a left, I realize it's pretty easy, but that's not quite on your way. But anyhow, yeah. people don't have to care about that. It is like, uh, you know, you get gas on you. Sometimes I have problems with that with you got to shake it. And I told you that's why my penis sometimes has pee on it. <laughs> yeah. Because it's an 87. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes I have a lot of pee on Sometimes there. I don't Andrew know why it comes com- out of the bathroom. He's wearing underwear, <laughs> <laughs> and there's like pee dribble. And you tried to argue it's the same as when you pee, and you know that happens. And I said no, just pat it with some toilet paper. It's okay. That's what it's there for. And also, what's equivalent it would be if you come in somebody, and then you pull out and some of the cum comes out with it then that's like pumping gas and spilling it on yourself not like peeing and not shaking and drying yourself off here's the thing though cum comes out very different than gas like cum is a different no we're not talking about consistency we're talking about (laughs) procedure Okay, so you get the method. gas on you when you take it out of the slot. Pull out method. <laughs> when you take it out of the slot, you that's when you get gas on you? Yeah. How huh? else would you? Yeah, I don't know. You're just spraying it in the air. <laughs> Zoolander style. I'm like, why is everyone looking at me every time I'm at the gas yeah, station? Yeah, it's so weird. I'm spraying myself. I'm wearing a white t-shirt. Wait, what? Okay. All right. I think the older I get, the more I have a few dri- Like, you don't understand. The dribbles come out. Like, not right, like... Shake it. I know. Shake it. And then I got to wait and then probably shake one more time. Mm-hmm. The older you get, I think for every 10 years you're alive, you got to shake for five more <laughs> seconds. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I just bring it in with me to you the get bed. Some black blockage in there in your urethra. I guess. I don't know. Someone's probably going to write me. You got fucking oh, dick no. cancer. Anyhow. um, Yeah, we didn't get to it last week. We went... I did a show. I opened for David Spade. Brenna came with me. I was a little nervous because. Uh, snap, 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 snaps. What is that? A big deal? 
I think it's, yeah. Yeah. It's great. I like David Spade. I mean, I loved him in Tommy Boy, Joe Dirt, SNL. I mean, he's a big name. He's one of the big, he's probably top 30 comedians of my lifetime, I would say, that had some influence on me. Uh, I love his dry style comedy. Um, He's the kind of person that, like, you don't think would be a human being. Like, you don't know how you're going to connect with him. You feel like it's going to be difficult uh you also i don't want to do bad in front of him i know that i'm opening the show so people are still like sitting down and getting their drinks so i know that it's not going to be the best time to perform um good comedians do know that they judge with a curve though they know that like beginning of the show won't be as hot as later on um so all those things and i had to be clean apparently not like squeaky clean but clean what Oh, yeah. I guess I was talking too it's close. Sometimes I think I'm on stage. It's okay. Anyways, had to be squeaky clean, and uh, also it could be your headphones are turned up. Mm. <laughs> um. So yeah. So I got up there. Me and Brenna drove there. It was funny. David was like, "Maybe we'll meet up for dinner beforehand. Get a steak and some drinks." And uh, we ended up not meeting up and we had some, we had like an hour to kill. And you know, when you're a badass comedian, you know what you do? We, uh, we went to a strip club, me and Brenna, we did cocaine and we fucking fucked in the bathroom. It was fucking badass. Yeah. And I, a little pee came out. Yeah. Show, no, show prime. Yeah. It was a little show prep. Prep. Yeah. It was badass. Was I so cool in that moment? Yeah. <laughs> so cool. No, we went to PetSmart and we bought toys for Mango. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't even know what toys. What toys did we buy? Crinkle I, balls. Yeah, he fucking loves these balls. They're like fucking. I guess they're like catnip, but made out of plastic, and they're loud enough to keep you up at night. So when you say like, when David's like one of those people where you're like, oh, to to me, it's like. A person you're like wonder how you're gonna connect with him and everything do you think that that's just because you like you said he's like one of the top 30 comedians in your lifetime or just like in that way you feel like about celebrities or like people who you know yeah i think public eye more i mean well top 30 is such a funny thing to say he'd probably be hurt by that <laughs> i mean i'm sure he's gonna listen tomorrow but um I think the longer I've done this, the more uh, celebrity has, like, I don't get really starstruck. I've met some of the biggest, like, comedians in the world. Kevin Hart. Like, people like that. Mm -hmm. And you just talk to them and you realize, oh, they're kind of human-like. They, But they are, they've lived in a bubble of, like, L.A. and they're getting their ass kissed so much that... And being the center of attention of every conversation that it is kind of tough to like, you don't feel like you're so much pinging and ponging. Like it doesn't feel like you go, I go, we're having a conversation. It's more like they're having a conversation. Yeah. You're listening, you react. And then they say what they were going to say anyways, kind of thing. Uh-huh. But he was very nice. Like I, I, you know, Brenna met him, he walked in and, uh, you know, he has an era to him. Like, you, you're like, okay, what am I getting here? Like, he has an ability to uh, completely, like, take over the conversation 
wow not while being like the chillest person ever yeah it's an interesting combo yeah it is but he couldn't be any nicer and um very nice i went up there i did pretty good i was a little bit tamed i don't know i you know it was hard because you don't want to do crowd work at the start of a show like that Mm. it's a big theater three thousand people um I did some new stuff up top. Everything seemed to hit. I got off stage though, and Brenna was like, "I said, I think they were kind of like light laughers, <laughs> which quiet crowd, a quiet crowd." <laughs> which I didn't mean it that way. How did you mean that? Well, they like you said, they were still walking in. People were getting drinks. <laughs> quiet. They had masks on seven months ago. Yeah, that could have really. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I got a lot of messages of how great it, I was. So maybe they weren't actually, even for David and for Bobby, they weren't like, it wasn't like, a, a like I've done some crowds where like, yeah, they were, even if at their highest, they were not the loudest crowd. I've just heard, I've heard you get some really big laughs mm-hmm. with some of those jokes. So that's all. It's not your jokes. It's just yeah. the crowd. Yeah. So anyways, David thought I was terrible is what Brenna's saying. And then he wouldn't even talk to me after I got off stage. No, no, we, we had a good time. I ended up eating some of his cake. I, I ate his turkey sandwich. Uh, Nikki's parents came backstage. <laughs> that was funny. They ended up staying. David funny. left and we just stayed in the green room. I couldn't get you to leave. You and um, EJ. EJ were just watching t- basketball. First of all, it's the March Madness. It's the final. And they were kicking us out. And you guys wouldn't leave. <laughs> yeah, it's the final four. It was a one-point game. God. So, yeah, so we eventually left, Then you know, three days later. And, um, no, it went well. I got paid, and, and uh, yeah, it was, it was an interesting, like, you know, the more you do this, the less you realize, like, he's going to see me do good, and then he's going to be like, you should be a star in my movie. Like it just doesn't work like that. It just yeah, like you're like uh like a prospect like a at a like a football game and yeah, there's like a saw, guy in the yeah, crowd like, yeah yeah like oh we should offer him a full ride scholarship. <laughs> yeah, what a what a joke that fourth joke <laughs> that crowd wasn't even that quiet after that fourth joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, there is something to that. There's something to, uh, but when you're when you're newer to this, you expect to. Uh, you expect like, oh my God, if I do well, but you know what? It does happen, you know, like it, it's happened before. It won't, your life won't change that show, but maybe I'll ask to do another show or, you know, two down the line or like, let's say I want to get past at the comedy store and they go, Hey David, is he funny? Yeah. I mean, it's all about the, it adds up The yeah, it's like working out. Yeah. I like that you're yawning during my story and I know it's not cause you're tired of my story. You're just tired. I'm tired. Yeah. I came home from work today and took a two, almost two and a half hour nap with Mango. And you're, and you're still yawning. I'm so tired. <laughs> it's the full moon coming up. You had to pump that gas. Well, almost. <laughs> well, not. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So that was a good night. And then like a couple of weeks later, you went. Okay. <laughs> you can't yawn every fucking two seconds. Just talk. I can't. You can't yawn every two seconds. I can't help it if I'm tired. You gotta help it a little bit. 
Okay, I'll try my best. Not for me, for the people listening. No one can hear me yawning. There, we're on YouTube. No one looks at YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, Brenna. Oh my God. Okay, keep going. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not on my A game. I'm on my yawn game. <laughs> Keep going. No, this is more entertaining than what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> you kids, this is amazing. You is know, it? the problem with relationships is people tell their best stories when you're with them. And I'm if I'm with you all the time, you're telling all your best stories and you hear them over and over. What's one of my stories you've heard of heard a one, a lot of times? You don't tell me that many stories. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, all your stories, anytime you tell your stories, it's with your girlfriends on FaceTime. And then I just get shoes thrown at me. Wait, what do you mean? It's like you hear me talking. Most about- of your stories are like this fucking bitch. I wor- or I mean, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> well, now we're even. Great. Yawn. Here, tell me one of your stories. Back in my anthropology days. Um. So, yeah, I guess I. I guess I. I tell you stories. I think that they just come out less frequently than your stories. Like I talk more about. What's going on now? Like, I'll come home and tell you all of the details about my day and who said what and da 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 da. And then. Yeah, that's not a story. That's like a recap of the day. Mm. It's kind of a. Yeah, well, I'm not, I'm, I don't really feel like I'm a good storyteller. So in social settings, I don't really tell a lot of stories. I just am more of a listener. <laughs> <laughs> you know? You're not even that good at that. I know. <laughs> I zone out all of the time. You'll be like, remember when so and so said this? Was, so then I we went was disassociating the whole time. So Friday night, I came. You came home, and you were having yeah. a glass of wine. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Fuck it, I'll have a glass of wine." And you're like, "What?" And you're like, "Really?" And I was like, "Yeah, mind you, I haven't drank for three years." Yeah, if so I make this putt, you said. If I make this putt, I'll have one glass. If I miss it, I'll have two. Are you yawning inside your mouth? <laughs> This is ridiculous. It's really not professional. I'm not a professional. (laughs) (laughs) And what am I supposed to do? Mm -hmm. What am I supposed to do? Oh. I I was trying to be professional by yawning internally. (laughs) And you just called me out. So isn't that kind of unprofessional of you? Not if it's on YouTube again. No one would have seen. So, Friday night, I go, I'll have a glass. Or I said, if I miss, I'll have two glasses. So, I I had a glass of wine. First time in three years. Um, it was interesting because, like, you, you weren't, like, one of those people who were like, I can't let you do that on my watch. Mm-hmm. But then you were also, like, you know, like, are you sure? Like. But also great, but sure, really. So I had the glass of wine, and uh, you know, I just I, I'm. <laughs> oh, and it was a cold Pinot Noir. 
Like, yeah, yeah. I was like, that's the first thing you want to drink. I know. It's like not eating for like a week. And then first thing you eat is fucking, I don't know, my own dick with pee on it. <laughs> <laughs> so I end up... Uh, I end up drinking a glass of wine. Then we go downstairs. I have the most ridiculous like Mai Tai drink. So I had two drinks. <laughs> it came with like a, a, a bendy straw that was like in and a like curly an umbrella. <laughs> that that should have been like, my first drink. I had like tequila, <laughs> like a short little glass of tequila. It was great. I know you drink like you're in Mad Men and I drink <laughs> like I'm a girl and wearing fucking coconuts for tits. <laughs> so I guy, have oh. this guy that... I I knew someone that tried to take me out, which I never took him up on. It was sitting across the bar, which was even better. He's, yeah, it was great. He like was I'm just, just thinking about him being like, oh yeah, no. So, so now she's out with this guy who's drinking a fucking mai tai <laughs> with a curly straw. <laughs> I, whatever, I'll whoop his ass. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, when you haven't drank for that long, I never went to AA or anything. I guess, you know, I've gone on some benders. I've had some bottoms where you would be like, oh, this guy probably has a problem. But I don't know if I have a problem. My mom's addicted and she's an alcoholic. It's definitely in my blood. Uh, I think now it all goes to golf. But that being said, I was just like, I don't know. I was just tired of like, like I know I'm not on antidepressants anymore. I started drink. I stopped drinking for three years when I started antidepressant. Whatever. Like I really do feel like my brain is at a different point right now. And some people are like, "Well, an addict is always an addict." Well, I don't know if I was necessarily an addict. That being said, I know that I can moderate now. Like I just know that I have mm-hmm. that. Like, like after dinner we had two drinks. I was like, "All right, let's go wash mango." Yeah. You were like, let's go for another one. Don't yeah, be a little like, bitch. Let's go, baby. Come on, if you're going to do it, you were trying to. Yeah, yeah, you're like, let's do some crack. <laughs> so we go upstairs and we wash Mango, which was insane to wash a cat. He actually did a pretty good job. Oh, he was a precious little baby the whole time. Yeah. I, I feel like he really trusts me. And so I think, like, if I'm doing something with him, he's just like, okay. We'll see where this goes. Yeah, we'll see. The second time is probably going to be the scariest. Yeah, because he's going to be like, I know what I'm fucking about to do. Yeah, he he looks really... He, we thought he, we had a pretty fat cat because we do feed him probably too much. Mm-hmm. But uh, the boy's skinny. You know, he gets wet. You see, you can see uh, his little bad. body. Yeah. Okay, so, so you feel like you can moderate now. Do you feel like you want to drink? Not like... Do you think that you're going to go another three years without drinking or how do you, how do you like see your relationship with alcohol being going forward? I think going forward, it has to be a pretty special occasion. You know, maybe like a wedding, I would have a couple drinks or like maybe if I'm out on a boat on a vacation, Mm -hmm. but like a typical, like a Wednesday, like let's just have a wine with food. I don't want to do that. I I don't want it to become like any kind of, uh, like not habitual thing, but just like I just yeah I don't want to do it. But um, the next night we end up, or the next day I go to the gym, I play golf, whatever. Like I had an active day. I didn't, you know, what would happen when I used to drink is you'd lose the next day, which is tough because yeah. you'd be so hungover. You'd be like, I can't fucking, I can't even fucking, you know, all I can do is eat 
McDonald's and I have to have a burger and then a beer in the shower just to get by. And, you know, I, I, I don't want to be that life anymore at all. So, and then I end up doing shows at the Funny Bone, which is like a club atmosphere. Brenna came. So fun. Different environment than a theater, right? Yeah, I loved it. What's, what do you, how do you feel different about it? I just like more casual settings, so I prefer it. I feel like it's like people are just being more realistic and like more like just chill. I don't know. Yeah, no. Easy to talk to. Yeah. I just like, there's something about the funny bone that just like felt like my hometown in a way. Like just, you know, sometimes, I don't know, like the people working there were just so sweet and just yeah They're like i got you sugar yeah, don't worry about yeah, it yeah. you nikki glazer's friend i was like she's like he knows him too <laughs> that yeah. was pretty funny yeah the waitress comes up to me and she goes it's on the house you're are you're nikki glazer's friend and i was like yeah but like this is nikki glazer's friend <laughs> it's like she's like who are you i was yeah. like all right this is yeah they introduced me as like a special guest and people were like yeah he's special all right that's great so um yeah, no, it feels different. It feels like your local bar. It feels like you, yeah, everyone's your friend. Yeah. Like, cheers. Had some good sets. And uh, we ended up uh, having a couple gin and... Or you had a couple gin and tonics. I had a few sips. Now it sounds bad. And then I was, zipping, <laughs> I was zipping off your tonics. Yeah, you had a few. And, um... Yeah, so anyhow. it was a, That was a fun night. And, uh, yeah, so I drank this weekend, first time in three years. I don't know. I I don't really feel like I should be that hard on myself at all about it. Like, it was just a thing. I think alcohol, it's funny. Like, I could be like, I haven't smoked weed in fucking three years. But you smoke weed. Everyone's like, oh, that's cool, man. All right. Yeah. But alcohol, because it's just so ingrained in us mm-hmm. that if you quit it, so much. We were. I was talking about this with Nikki, actually, about the streak. Like, yeah. How important the streak is. Did you tell her? Yeah. You drank? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but that's like the thing is like, because you'll go, I haven't drank for a year. Well, I haven't drank for three years. Mm-hmm. I haven't drank for 12 years, 20, you know, and everyone wears it. As, and it's like now I'm whatever, five days. But, yeah. you know, some people will be like, You're, dude, I'll still give you those Me three too. years. Hell yeah. But it's like, I don't want. I don't need to have those three. You know, some people are like, no, man, the three years still count. I don't need that. I don't need that false like feeling like it's just something I felt like doing. I didn't get out of control even close. And uh, yeah, it was what it was. You're listening to yourself. There's a part of me that was like, it's very small because I don't think it was about me at all. But I was like, did I drive him to this? Maybe. Yeah. Just a small part. Probably the light laughers <laughs> thing. You're like, they're a quiet crowd. I was like, what's that? I'll have a crown and coke. <laughs> a crown and coke, baby. Yeah, no, I don't think you drove me to drink. I mean, you enjoy drinking. Um, you're young. <laughs> you're 26. Yeah. You're so young. I'm so young. I'm not trying to keep up with you by any means. So keep up with me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're in bed by seven. You're like a, yeah, you're acting you're, like I drink like a trucker. No, our cat shits like he's a trucker. <laughs> our cat has huge shits. It's ridiculous. Um, no, but I mean, it is what it is. I'm not even overthinking it. I'm really not. Like, I like. I just, you know, to people that, you know, are silver out there that listen to the pod that are like, wow, you know, I really like this comedian because he also doesn't drink. 
and like he's sober. Look, I don't know if I'm going to go another year, another three years, another week, but like, I'm not going to like overanalyze it. And if you're still wanting to be sober, if you want to have a drink, do whatever like you want to do and you'll learn something from it. Like, Mm -hmm. so, and don't be hard on yourself. Like, because you're just living, man. Like, you can't be perfect all the time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, anyhow. All right. Let's see. Oh, on a first... Okay, so here's... We're going to do another... We're going to do another segment where we've gotten stories from people from Puddles. uh, Wrote in the the Puddles podcast at gmail.com. What's that? I wanted to ask you something. Hmm. Do you feel like if, if... do you ever get the feeling that you were like, were supposed to be like, if you had another identity or like, if you were to be born and another, like as another person, what do you think that would be? Do you ever feel like that? (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) What do you mean? Like a completely different person or myself as something? Like, do you ever just like, what do you think like your alter ego would have been like a different path? Yeah. Or like, like, like your identity is like, you're a guy who likes sports. You like golf. You're Jewish. You have brothers. Yeah. And you're Are all those things the same? Huh? Or is everything else the same? I just chose like a different career no, path? No, or like, like what do you think would be like, what other life do you think you would fit into? I don't know. Sports, doing something in sports, obviously. Okay, so like if if you could like even, yeah, if you could wish for another identity, it would be like a big, to be like a I'd be dope to be a pro golfer. I wouldn't even have to be top mm-hmm. 10. I would just have to be on the tour or yeah. like um like a pro baseball player, like any pro athlete. I mean, every guy would say that. Yeah. And then if it wasn't that, maybe like a sports, like lawyer, kind or like a sports, um, like um, part of me would maybe want to be like a sports agent, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I think it's just very cutthroat. And I think the idea of like having to lie and be so conniving and shit to get money out of people. I don't know if I'd like that. Cause I don't really like that part. Mm-hmm. I didn't like that part of real estate. I did enjoy real estate, but I don't know. I wouldn't maybe being a coach. Yeah. I mean, these aren't too far outside what I'm like, what I do currently. I can't see myself, you know, being a doctor or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, why, what do you see yourself as a ballerina or something? No, no. Um, do you ever get upset that you didn't like go to school and like, like, get a degree in exactly what you wanted to like if you had to do it over what would you have wanted if i had to do it over yeah i like i and you still can do these things yeah i think i would just be like like a yogi like a yogi (laughs) master that lives in hawaii and is just like vegan and just like very into like homeopathic therapies and like medicine and i would just be living like my best, like, just healthy, natural like, um, babe lifestyle. Yeah. You can do that pretty easily. That's not like something. I want to, <laughs> but I'm in Missouri for some reason. But you could cross off a lot of those things inside Missouri. No. 
So you can't be Missouri me is misery me. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like misery. That's yeah, had that's to be saying. something, right? That's what I'm saying. That's got to be a shirt, right? No, that just came. Missouri, 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 me, me, Missouri. It's had to have been said before. There's no way we're the first to ever say misery. There's no way, but like that's my <laughs> reality. <laughs> I just want to be in Honolulu. I think the idea of that, like those things, like <clears throat> I'll be so much happier if this was my life. I would be. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, like. Like I was high recently and I Today? No. No, not today. I know, I'm kidding. Oh. And I could feel like sometimes I just become very conscious of how like my like the food I eat feels in my body. And I could feel it especially when I was high and it makes me like sick to my stomach. And I just feel like I just want I don't know. But every time I talk about eating really clean and healthy, you're like, What? No, it's just that I know I have to cook it. That has nothing to do with it. Wait, so you don't want to cook clean food, but no, you'll clean? No, because eating healthy and like truly clean, I'm I'm all for it, but it's it is a lot harder than heating up an oven and a pizza in the oven. And <laughs> also, I don't like the trifecta meals because it feels just as gross. Like it's like pre-made meals. Like you don't know where it's, it's just as gross. It's just not, it's not good. This comes from the same girl that's literally eating freaking <laughs> gyoza wontons out of a freezer. Like your standards are so funny. Sometimes they're, they're so high and then it's just, you're all over the place. I don't know. I was just thinking about it. <laughs> I mean, we do talk about ending up in Florida and like living on I, a houseboat. Yeah, I just want to eat like s- like sushi and like fish, like tuna and like salmon. I get what you're saying. And just like orange juice. Yeah. And like just always be wearing sunscreen though, but in the sun. There's a, there's a movie in a book called uh, The Death of a Salesman. And it's all about if he could just go and live on a farm, his life would be better. Like, and that's the story he kept telling himself. Yeah. Now, the problem with keep telling that story is that you're going to be misery in Missouri because you're only focusing on, I'm only going to be happy if these are the certain surroundings that I'm in. It's hard. I think I just have this feeling of like, I left here and I came back here and I'm just like getting an itch like I just like I don't know look I'm ready to scratch that itch too like I I'm I there are things I do really like about here but like I do think like I do envision us you know in December still putting on air conditioning you know like I I do I do see us but you know as a guy that grew up in Florida Grew up next to the beach, saw the water every day, ate fish sandwiches, like all this like kind of life you're talking about. There's still a lot of sadness and depression there too. So like might as well live your best life in the in your current state and make the most of it, then focus on an idea of 
the fact that if you can see, you know, a dolphin jump, that everything's going to be okay. Yeah. I think we're in like, I just realized yesterday, like we are in such a routine, you and I, that every time I get myself in like a good routine, I'm just like, oh my God, my life is so boring. Like I need to change something drastic, drastically. Yeah. Like go to drastic part. <laughs> yeah. No, I think, uh, I get what you're saying with that. Like I was thinking about that too. Like, like I've never been a routine guy. I've always, uh, yeah. everything's always been like, uh, flying by the seat of my pants, whether, whatever it is. Um, so yeah, like I understand like schedule and like, okay, you come home, we cook from six to seven. We make, uh, you know, we do laundry, we clean the dishes. Like I was literally singing to myself the other day. I was like cleaning the dishes, clean, like in a way of like, (laughs) here I go again. This is what my life is. Dishes, dishes, dishes. I just like want to live a less complicated lifestyle. Like I just want to have like, I don't want to have a lot of stuff. Like, I do want to have a lot of products, but I don't want to have like a lot of like furniture. I just want to like, I don't know. I'm just feeling. Babe, we have one couch. (laughs) We're sitting on it. I get what you're saying. I do get what you're saying. Simplifying everything. We live a pretty simple life compared to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, that's true. Like we have a cat. We have one couch, a chair, and like we don't, I don't know. We don't involve ourselves in so many things. We don't spread ourselves too thin. Uh, oh, my God. I baby myself so much. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I get it. I get it. But, like, you know, wherever you live, you're going to need at least some kind of routine. Like, yeah, you're right. Like, a yogi. <laughs> dude, I've met yogis that are, like, once we were done with yoga class, you talk to them. And they couldn't be more uptight yeah. and more like, yeah, you should sign up to the class for four for one. And then you could get a uh, free yo- uh, yeah. uh, cow's milk with it and I'll pour it on your head. I don't know, whatever. Yeah. I don't know what yogis say. But my point being is like, just because they seem chill, because they're a yoga instructor, they could be the most mm-hmm. fucking crazy person ever. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know. So anyways, here's some stories. These are stories that were sent to the puddles podcast at gmail.com. Okay. If you have some stories, crazy stories, funny stories, embarrassing, st- any story, it could literally be a story about what you did at work that day, like Brenna does, where they're so fun and crazy. <laughs> crazy girl. Crazy girl. <laughs> Sorry, that was baby talk. Okay. Hi, Andrew and Brenna. Love you, miss you, baby. Here's my kind of crazy story. I was in sophomore year of my co- of college and my BFF roommate and I were both dating these guys who were also best friends. So we went with them to this frat party and my friend and I were in line at the bar to get beers while the guys were playing beer pong. There were a couple of shot bottle girls standing on the bar pouring shots into people's mouths. As I was standing in line waiting and all of a sudden I blacked out and next thing I knew I was on the floor and everyone around me was screaming, oh fuck, Oh, fuck, are you? Oh, my God. Turns out one of the shot girls accidentally dropped a full glass liquor bottle directly on top of my my head. So she got down and was like, oh, my God, are you okay? Do you want a shot here? And filled my empty cup with shots, (sighs) presumably so I would just continue to be drunk and concussed and would forget to sue her or something. 
Yeah, that's like the worst thing to do after somebody passes out. Yeah. Head injury. Here's some alcohol. So then when we get went over to tell the guy I was seeing, he laughed and didn't even look up from his game of Pong. <gasps> and yes, I still went home with him because oh. clearly I had no self-respect. Uh, well, at least, I don't know. You hit your head pretty hard. <laughs> wow. But anyway, I was thinking about this recently and was like, damn, am I okay, though? Like, I probably should not have gone to sleep that night right after. But I guess I'm still here. So, yeah. Love you. Uh, okay. Wow. This is a college story. This is like, I read this story and then I'm like, I had two drinks the other night. I'm okay. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm not doing this kind of shit anymore. Although yeah. this sounds pretty fun. What an asshole that guy is though. Wow. Like, that's such a college thing though. Yeah. Like, oh, you hit your head and you almost died. But hey, dude, I'm on like my third, I have three cups left of beer pong. I'm gonna, gonna. I think like, that's not like a college. That's just like, are you like a caring person and i don't think he is yeah but i think a lot of people are really less caring in college especially yeah, when they're in that true. like world yeah you're just like really self-absorbed when you're that age so i mean look i think you going home with him you hit your head you know you're getting yours in it doesn't matter don't judge yourself too hard on that uh i can't believe there's shot girls at a frat party that doesn't really <laughs> It's like, what is there, fucking bottle service? That's pretty absurd. Uh, I can't believe that knocked you out. Wow. I, I got knocked out once. I was a kid, though. How did you get knocked out? Um, I was sledding, um, sledding down this big hill on re- at recess. And at the bottom of the hill, like, hit this ice patch, fell off, hit my head, and, like, blacked out and woke up. And I just, like, stayed at school that day. <laughs> That's yeah. Back in the day, they were just like, "Well, just, yeah, you're fine. You're fine. Don't be a little yeah, bitch. Yeah, have a shot. Yeah, they gave you a drink of like fucking Powerade. Yeah, you who <laughs> apple juice. <laughs> so when you woke up, was everyone standing over you? It was like a short blackout, but I was. I I feel like nobody believed me. Like I feel like I went. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is funny when you kind of hurt yourself, but mm-hmm. not enough where anyone cares because you don't have a bone sticking out of your body. Yeah. Yeah. I was a pr- kind of a troublemaker in elementary school. Yeah, like what? Oh my god, I would get um, write-ups, like you know, like pink slips. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got a few pink slips. One what time, was your major thing? Well, my f- I've got a few. <laughs> <laughs> what was the worst? There's three big ones, and they were like all pretty bad. Here, we'll just do one, and we'll we'll start with one. Pick one. Well, I'll I'll tell you my first one. I we had like these coat racks. I was in first grade and we had these coat racks and I told one, I was wearing my backpack and got this bright idea to have somebody hang me up with my backpack on, (laughs) on the coat rack. And so two of my classmates helped me put put me on. I love that you're like, you took the story, like you're like, I told them to do this. (laughs) Like you, like this was your choice to get bullied. Like they put my underwear on a rack too and gave me a wedgie and then, and then they gave me a wet willy and a noogie and then they threw me down a mountain, but it was my idea. I'm the youngest of four. I I was used to it. So wait, so you asked them so, to put you up there. So they put, they hooked me up there and, uh, the whole coat rack, the entire coat rack, like that went along the wall, came it came out of the wall and I fell to the ground. <laughs> did you black out? No. So what did the teacher say? 
I don't know. I think my the principal called my dad and really, like, yeah, left a message. Um, and then my other one is like makes me look like a f- crazy person. Save it for next pod. Okay. I mean, I think it's uh, it's funny because if the coat rack didn't break, no, it fell out of the wall. I know, but I'm saying if it didn't fall, you would have been. You probably would have got out of it. Did your teacher see it? Or they, I think they, so. I don't yeah. remember. I was like six. I got a concussion a couple times. I fell off a top bunk mm-hmm. at camp and I landed on uh, concrete. And then they just put me in the sink and they washed me off and they put me back in the top bunk. And then like three weeks later, I fell off the top <gasps> bunk again. And then I woke up in a brain scan in dinosaur pajamas. Oh, cutie. It explains a lot. It's probably why I have pee coming out of my penis. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, I was in a brain scan. And uh, wow. I guess I was fine. <laughs> I don't know. And then they put me back on the top. They put me on the roof. And then I <laughs> fell off the roof. Then they put me on. Fuck this kid. I mean, it's wild. They had no, um, yeah. no uh, like bars. You know, you could just fall onto concrete. As it's like, oh yeah, we had metal spikes down there too. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck are you doing to kids? Yeah. Anyhow, that was um. Yeah, it is interesting. You wake up, everyone's around you, and you're just like kind of embarrassed. You're like, you shouldn't be embarrassed. Like, <laughs> like it's like, dude, I'm such an idiot. I fell. Fucking, I don't know. Like one time, I ran into a metal pole. <gasps> Me too. Really? Well, no, no, I ran into a wall. Where? At the courthouse at my adoption. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I was getting adopted. How old were you? Uh, Well, when I was like officially adopted, I was like eight, I think. And you're running around the courthouse? I, no. I Are you was running like, from your mom? No. Oh. Yeah, I was like, please don't let them take <laughs> me home. <laughs> That's how I'm envisioning it. <laughs> no, I was like, we were leaving and I saw... um a police officer and like I was like eight so I hadn't seen a lot of police officers and I was scared of them and so I was just was like walking out like watching the police officer just <laughs> fucking ran right into a concrete wall your mom saw that and she's like I made the right choice yeah, they saw it they did see it they did yeah, really yeah everyone saw it. oh my god <laughs> you've been sentenced for four to five years <laughs> and then boom you're like, yeah, you're right. Maybe I'll do seven. Maybe I remember I'll do- when I like leading up to like my official adoption date, like I was just a troublemaker and my parents, but my parents disciplined me like they were pretty strict. And every time I would just like just be crying and thinking about how when we were going to go to the courthouse and the judge, I was going to go up and tell the judge that they were mean and I didn't want them to be my parents. All your adoptive parents? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you could like hold that over them. Be like, "You're yeah. not my real mom and dad." I'm They're like, tell "Yeah." The judge, not to let me go home with you. Like, They're going to be like, "Thank you." <laughs> Thanks. Go walk into another wall. Yeah. It sucks when you like throw something out and then like the person's like, "Okay." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> like how that happened before this podcast yeah. started. Yeah. <laughs> Hi Andrew Collin with Noah and beautiful Brenna. Let me preface this with I am remarried and my husband is my son's stepdad. My son moved back home after college and he was about 22, 23. I made an extra plate of food for him, which consisted of pork chops and Lipton rice from the bag. He didn't eat this meal for two or three days. So by this time, the rice was more of a solid, gluey rice ball. 
He ate the meal around 10 p.m. After my husband and I went to bed, we sleep in the nude. We fell asleep, and around 10.30, I wake to choking sounds. My 6'2 son burst into our room, holding his throat, mothering, or mouthing. <laughs> I'm choking. I'm choking. I looked at my robe, but chose to jump out of my bed naked. Spin him around and start the Heimlich. <laughs> oh, no. I'm sorry. At this point, my son gets rock hard. No. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> I'm not <laughs> We start passionately kissing. <laughs> oh, my God. I thought you were serious. Oh, that's great. The stepdad grabs his camera. He's still choking, by the way. He's dead now but we finished the job. Okay, it's not working, so I start screaming for my husband, his stepdad, to help. I love that she... It's like... Yeah. I'm just imagining a man giving Heimlich and his dick just like going into this Oh, bag. yeah. Ugh. I'm also imagining a guy being like, look, I'd love to help him, but I'm just his stepdad. <laughs> like, I know he's choking to death, but I'm naked and I'm his stepdad. Uh, so my husband looks up dazed and confused and proceeds to get out of bed naked to find his shorts. Luckily, my son coughs up the rice ball, apologizes, and leaves the room. We are all now wide awake laughing, and I'm so <laughs> embarrassed that my son saw us naked. The next morning, my son texts me, well, that was something. It was like a giant naked spider monkey. Spider monkey jumped on my back. I'm tall and skinny, and I never expected to see naked stepdad naked. Oh, my God. To see stepdad naked. Love your podcast, Angie. I came up and introduced myself to you and Nikki at the Blues game. I'm a little embarrassed about that because I waited until your aisle cleared out. Oh, I remember meeting you. Yeah, it's very nice. Uh, my son above was with me and said, Mom, I don't ever think I saw you so excited. Oh, that's Probably so when he, when you when he saw you <laughs> naked. Oh my God. I would be like, just let me die. I'd be like, Mom, it's okay. I'll just die. I'll just die now. Oh my God. So I start giving them mouth to mouth. <laughs> have you ever have you ever seen your parents naked? Yeah. Who? I've seen both I've seen my mom's boobs, I've seen my dad's penis, but mm-hmm. I can't really remember when exactly. I do remember I went to bed when I used to like get have nightmares. When I was like 12 or whatever, and I would still sleep in their bed. Mm. And I went in there, and they were naked. And I was like, okay, well, that's way worse of a nightmare (laughs) than what's going on in my head. Yeah, Yeah, I was like, I'd rather deal with Freddy Krueger than my dad's dick. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Why? Have you seen your... My parents naked? Uh, I see my mom naked. Like, I just feel like that's like a... Yeah, mother-daughter thing. Like, I... What's, like... I saw her naked probably last time I saw her. Yeah. Because we just, she'll just be like, I want to show you this, whatever. Um, my dad, I saw his penis once on accident. And I I was like, oh, God. Where at? He was sitting in the office. And he used to, it's his own fault because he used to wear just boxers. and Oh, you saw penis through boxers. Yeah, like his side penis boxers. was like. Yeah like out of it and he was like talking to me and i was like trying to <laughs> maintain eye yeah contact. you don't know what to do there i was just i was a kid i was like uh-huh uh and then uh because you can't go dad your dick's out yeah i can't i can't so what did you do you just go all right yeah and then i walked away and then you- <laughs> i just 
just let him keep hanging hanging around with his dick out. Uh, <sighs> that reminds me, I'll end on this story. I, I was a dog walker in New York, and um, my buddy sent a photo of his dad in boxers. Mm-hmm. So I zoomed in, and I just wrote back dad's dick, and I took like a... like. Like a zoomed in photo of it. But for some reason, like when I screenshot it and sent it, I did not send it back to my buddy. I sent it to a dog owner. (laughs) So the dog owner just got a random photo (laughs) that just said dad's dick. And I, and then I tried to delete it from like sending, you know? Yeah. And, um, and, uh, I didn't know if it went through because I deleted. I was like in a, like a in a basement doing a comedy show, so I didn't know if it went through. And then Monday, I was like getting the guy's dogs, and he's like doing work in his office. And I was like, "All right, hey, how you doing, Mister? Whatever." And I'm like, "Yeah, hey, man. By the way, uh, you, you didn't get a text from me." He's like, "Uh, Dad's." Oh, no, I did. I got it. And I was like, "It was like a." He's like, "No, I, I probably I understand. It's not for me." Yeah. And I was like, "Yeah, but you understand? Like, my buddy sent the." His dad's dick, and then I was like, he's like, yeah, I know, I get it. Yeah. I get it. Like, you don't. <laughs> You're like, no, I don't want you to think that I zoomed in on my dad's on a random, dick. Or like a random dad's dick. Like, oh, like I didn't want, yeah. I'm not gay, no homo. I'm not gay, no homo, <laughs> pause, I swear. But also, it's cool if you are, but I just, you know. No I'm, homo. No homo. And he's like, uh, no, there's, I didn't even think any of that. And I was like, okay, cool, all right. Anyhow. But, you know, by speaking of that, uh, pause, and I'm not gay, we saw Rathaniel, which is Gerard Carmichael's special, which is fucking fantastic. And that really reminds me of a, he does about 10 minutes because he comes out of the closet in the show and he talks about him dealing with that, about how he still, like, comes from such a background where, like, being gay is not accepted, where he can't even like accept himself and i don't know it's pretty amazing it was an amazing special i highly recommend it and uh yeah that's the episode i know we were a little all over the place i know we were a little uh yawny yeah sorry i'll be on my a game next next week no promises though i don't know i thought it was still a good pod and uh thanks for listening if you want to see me do stand-up comedy in texas this thursday i will be in austin at the paramount theater Friday night, I'll be in Irving, Texas, which is outside Dallas. And then Saturday, I'll be in Houston. So come to a show. I'm opening for Nikki. Uh, And, um, yeah, it'll be great to uh, see you. All right, thanks again for listening. And um, anything else, Brenna? Hasta la vista. Oh, God. (laughs) She's awake. Puddles, puddles, everybody now puddles, puddles. Everybody get up because you get down and then everyone will come over here.